You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Let's talk all about mistakes. Hi, I am Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. And today we're going to talk about some of the common mistakes that you should probably avoid when making your online course. Yes, we're specifically talking about mistakes with online courses here, not life lessons or anything else like that. I am so thankful that there was no social media when I was a teenager and that all of my teenage mistakes stay offline not online. Anyway, moving swiftly on, let's talk courses instead. So this week I asked Notion AI, what are some of the common mistakes to avoid when making an online course? And it gave me eight fairly broad mistakes, but of those four, I think are actually super relevant. And we're going to dig deeper into why they're a mistake that people make and how we can approach them instead. I was really interested to play with what AI thought were the problems with online courses and to see if it really understood, I guess, what was needed for learning. Now, obviously, it's pulling all of this research and data from everywhere else, which is majoritively human written and and then turning it into something else. But it was really interesting to see when I asked it what it thought the common mistakes were, um, the things it came up with. And I've pulled for you what I thought are the four most relevant. And let's have a chat about them now. So mistake number one that Notion AI thinks you might be making with your course is that you're making your course too long and too complex. I completely agree with this one and I know it because I still fall into this trap time and time and time again. So often we, generalized we, like all of us, try and put so much into a course and I do it for my own content and I get caught still in the pattern for clients. When clients say we want to teach students about, you know, A, B or C, we want to teach them about recruitment, we want to teach them about leadership, we want to teach them about blah, whatever blah is. It's so easy to try and put everything inside that program, like absolutely everything you think is of value to the student, but you just, you can't, it doesn't fit. The addition to this was the word complex, and that is also true. So I find that we so often think things are easy only because we've done them for a long time. And so we introduce concepts that are complex, assuming that our students will get them because they're easy, right? But we forget that our students are not us. So making the course too long and too complex is definitely something that happens far too often. So what can we do instead? Well, I guess the flip side of that is make it shorter and easier. Now that's easier said than done, but it is relevant. So when you're looking at planning out your courses and your modules and your lessons, I want you to think really carefully about what is essential for them to learn to reach their outcome. How can you reach the outcome that has been desired in the least number of steps possible? And we've discussed this before. And look, I know it feels counterintuitive. We always want to add more, right? We want to give value. We want to put things in. And so we want to give, give, give. And we end up adding more lessons, more bonuses, more templates. And all we end up doing is overwhelming. So really our job as a good course creator is to try and streamline the process and make the steps involved in getting from beginning to end as small and as easy as possible, which means the least amount of content in the easiest way possible. Easier said than done, but well worth a try. So mistake number one, making your course too long and complex. The flip side of that, aim to make your course as short and easy as possible. 
Mistake number two that Notion AI thinks you might be making is failing to define clear learning objectives and outcomes. And I'm with it on this one as well. I completely agree. I'll use the examples that we used in the last one, right? If I'm building a cluster client on recruitment, for example, that's not, I want to make this very clear, that is not a clearly defined learning objective, nor is it an outcome. The course on recruitment doesn't actually clearly tell me what the student needs to learn or why they're learning it or what the purpose is. Now, being super clear, you might say so that they need to be able to um, understand and implement the policy and procedure around recruitment for company ABC. Super clear. I now know what I'm trying to do, who I'm trying to do it for and how I'm trying to do it. But a course on recruitment doesn't do any of that. So it's the same with a lot of clients I work with there. Now, I must admit, we're all getting much better at this. And I hope it's because um, I rant about it enough that it's starting to sink in. But rather than just say I'm building a course on marketing, or I'm building a course on coaching, or I'm building a course on stand-up paddleboarding, or whatever it might be, I want you to think really carefully about what is the learning outcome. So by the end of this course, my student will be able to do what, know what, apply what, and why will that matter? Right? What will have changed for them? So by the end of this course, I want them to be able to confidently stand up on a paddleboard and be able to do skill A, B, and C. I have never stood up on a paddleboard. This is a terrible example for me to use, but you can see where I'm going with this, right? By the end of this, what will they know or be able to do? If you can clearly define that, now, mistake number one, making things too long and complex, is much easier to handle because you've got that clear outcome and objective. You know what the student is trying to achieve. You can now really carefully tailor your content to meet that objective. You can also write your sales page more easily uh, and your social media content more easily because you know what you're trying to do. But having super clearly defined learning outcomes and objectives will make your course creation process easier, which will make therefore learning the content easier because students know what they're trying to do. So mistake number two that Notion thought you might be making is failing to define your learning objectives and outcomes. And I really hope you're not because the flip side of that is just to write them down at the beginning and make your life way easier. Mistake number three that Notion AI thinks you might be making for your course is failing to test and evaluate before launching. Now, this is a little difficult because I know that when we look at the marketing side of courses, we're often taught to sell before we build. So we're encouraged to at least get some money on the table before we start building. And I completely understand why. It's because otherwise build it and they will come just doesn't work, right? We we put all this time and effort into building a course and then we have to do the marketing still. And so we try and market while we're building or we try and lure some people in before we build. But the problem is that is we haven't really have a really good test and evaluation of our program before it launches. Now, there are lots of different ways to do this, and I've got previous episodes on things like beta testing, which is well worth going back and having a listen to. But for the moment, instead, I'm just going to talk about get someone else to look at your content before you put it out in your world. Now, it could be your mum or a friend or something else, but hopefully it's at least someone who has a partial interest in the thing you're teaching, and ideally is at a similar level to your clients. So it's no use getting someone who knows the stuff inside out to go and have a read through it necessarily because they will get it because they know the content. So it does make sense to them. Ideally, you want someone who doesn't know the content to go and have a look and a read and to see if it makes sense to them. Because the questions they're then asking you, like, what does this mean? I didn't understand that video. Why did you say that? Are the questions that your students will have as well. It's very difficult 
to see that perspective as a course creator because we just, we know too much. And this is true for myself, right? I can build things that I think will land, that I think are best practice, that I think are going to work really, really well. But until we put your ideal target market into the lesson, everything before that is an estimate. It's based on best practice. It's based on experience, but still until the rubber hits the road, we just don't know. So the largest mistake, uh, one of the biggest mistakes Notion AI thinks you might be doing is failing to test and evaluate for launching. And I agree with this one as well. Now, I do understand that sometimes your beta testers might be a low price launch in themselves. They might be part of your test and that is okay, but ideally get someone somewhere to read through your content and make sure it makes sense, not just to you, but to them as well. All right, mistake number four that Notion AI thinks you might be making is neglecting to market and promote your course effectively. And oh my, how I'm in on this one. I see time after time, beautiful programs, wonderfully created content that has so much love and energy and passion put into it sit in a course platform because courses don't sell themselves. I wish they did. It would really make my life and my client's life easier, but it doesn't, right? And it it would be wrong to say that they do. I know we've all seen the promises on the internet of you'll be a millionaire overnight if you just create an online course for your business. And the truth is it doesn't quite work like that. Now, I don't want to be all negative Nelly on you. There is definitely value in creating an online course if it suits you and your industry and your audience, but you are going to have to actively market your program. You're either going to have to have rolling launch dates, or if you've got an evergreen program, you're going to have to think about a marketing plan that caters for an evergreen funnel because you will need to market your program. You will need a warm audience. Courses are notoriously hard to sell to cold audiences. So through something like a Facebook ad, you're much better promoting a freebie to a Facebook ad, building a warm email list, and then marketing to a warm audience than a cold audience. We probably should, and I have some old episodes, but I really think we should probably dig deeper into marketing your programs over the coming episodes. But for the moment, I want to remind you that Notion AI is again correct. People neglect to market their program and it will not sell itself magically have a clear plan, think about what you're going to do to build that warm audience and then engage with that warm audience to sell your program. It's going to be the most successful avenue for selling your course content that way. Okay, so an action step because you cannot build a course by listening to me rant about courses. You have to go away and do something. And today I want you to reflect on the four common mistakes that we spoke about. So making your course too long, too complex, failing to clearly define your learning objectives, failing to test and evaluate before launching and neglecting to market and promote your course effectively. And think about which of those you might be doing. Now, even I stopped and reflected on this. I must admit, I looked at that list and went, oh yeah, there's some of those that I still, I still get caught in those traps, right? I'm only human. I do exactly the same as the rest of you. I've just got more experience, which means I've made more mistakes more often. That's all. So I still fall into these traps as well. And they were a great reminder to me to do things, but look at the list of four mistakes there. Really think about which one of those you might be doing and how you can change the way you approach things so you don't fall into that trap. Okay. It's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. 
Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search content into courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.